BDM Coach Podcast Show is hosted by two of the world's leading BDM coaches, Dennis Youssef and Michael Sands from Inspired Growth Training. Both Dennis and Michael have personally signed up 1,500 new doors between them and now coach BDMs and real estate business owners all around the world. For 28 different BDM lead generation activities and KPIs on a free tracking spreadsheet, go to bdmcoach.com. Hi everyone, Michael from Teams by Design. We've just recently launched our after hour phone service. What that means to you is we can now answer your phone calls from 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and all day Saturday and Sunday. We can help you with inquiries such as property inquiry, leasing inquiry, maintenance support, and new business inquiries. So please make sure you head to teamsbydesign.com, leave your information, we'll arrange a Zoom, and catch up and show you how we can help you through this. Hi, everyone. It's Dennis Yusuf here, and I have got Michael Sands with me, and we are from Inspired Growth Training. And this is all for our podcast channel, BDM Coach. Michael, how you going, buddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm really good, actually. I'm excited about this one. I am too. It's one that we get asked all the time. Darren has been hounding us for months, months and months on end to get this one done because it is a hot topic. Yeah, and it's not so much applicable. Well, it is applicable to property management, but this is also applicable to sales, right? Like it's, I mean, we were saying before, I was just having a conversation with someone who's having an issue with a sales member around commission and, and um, income. And I think that this topic is really, really, it's always hot on the press, right? I mean, it is. It Dennis, is. how much do you pay a BDM? Like you couldn't find a more rock solid topic than this. And it's going to cause controversy because everyone out there is on some iteration of, yep. of a payment scheme. It's, a, it's an interesting topic. It's like how many properties should a property manager manage, right? I know. It, 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 it's it's certainly a um, an interesting topic. Um, every time I get a principal or director or department head ringing me up saying, Dennis, I'm about to employ a BDM. We're going to put it through your training. Um, how much should I pay him? I just shrug my shoulders at them. <laughs> yeah, and, and also too, I mean, you, you mentioned how many should they manage. That's all relevant too, mm-hmm. right? If you've got a, a a PM, BDM, only managing like 20 properties and they're wanting X amount in, in income, I mean, fair is fair, right? Like it's got to, you're running a business, you got to make sure the money goes back to the house. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's interesting. You know, I, I've done some rough, um, you know, estimates here on um, what the average income's coming in per property. And Darren, as you know, you know we are ringing every single agency uh, around the world if we can do it. Uh, and we are working out on you know what the average um, income that's coming in and stuff. So I had a conversation with Darren while I was waiting for you. I said, okay, Darren, what's the average um, you know income per property that you're roughly seeing? And he said, Dennis, like, I'm seeing some as low as $1,000 a year, which how are they surviving is beyond me. The average agency is around that $1,500 per year, um, and it does go up to about $2,000 a year. Now, um, obviously, you know, we've actually, as we know, Inspired Growth Training, Darren is the master of fee maximisation. He has helped people um, you know, take their properties up and over $3,000 a 
year per property, which is crazy as well. So if anyone wants some information on, you know, um, maximizing your fees and certainly, you know, reach out to Darren um, through our website or you can email Darren at igtmail.com and get some information on that. But so 1500 to 2000, right, Michael? So let's pretend it's 1500. I'd, I'd rather lower the figure. Are you okay with that? Yeah, go for it. Yep. Okay. All's so yours. 1500 a year. So if you were, you know, I mean, again, how much do you pay a BDM? Small country town, city, Sydney versus Perth or Tasmania, Launceston, Hobart, you're going to get different minimum wages, right? So let, let's work on, I don't know, 60,000. Would that be fair to say? Just say a thousand bucks a property. Let's just round it down. Thousand round bucks. it down to a thousand a property, and roughly sixty thousand would be an income. That'd be okay. Well, again, you you spot on though. Different areas, different locations. That's right. Um, so let's just it, work on on a guesstimate of sixty, right? Because I just want to show people how they should calculate the average income. To, to work out how we can replace a BDM's wage, right? you got to remember too, I mean, Victoria, New South Wales, typically, oh, Victoria is typically the lowest, New South Wales is quite low too. Um, and then um, you've got uh, WA, which, you know, very, very healthy fees that they can charge. Yeah. So, and again, an argument, you can be managing less properties in like another state and twice the amount in another state. So in that, in that case, so if the wage is 80,000, then it's up to the individual business to calculate that they've got to list more properties to cover it. So I think it's just fair to work on a 60, let's say, just, just for the sake of this scenario that I've worked out. So if it's $60,000, then you'd want to be, and they're bringing in um, $1,500 per property, then it's quite easy to calculate that they need to list two and a half properties per month just to cover the wage. But we've got to then think about, okay, there could be, let's say, $500 in bonuses or referral payments that are going out, whether some goes to the BDM or some goes to a referral partner, the sales agent, someone in the office, you know, whatever the case. So, you know, they then have to list roughly four, four properties a month, right? That's one a week. When you're looking at it, okay, one a week, and that should that replaces. But then you've got, you might have superannuation, you've got car allowance, telephone, because you would presume that it's just those things that are any extras that the BDM could cost, unless they're doing an information night and a subscription with us or training. But let's pretend that we're working on the basics here. Roughly six properties per month should cover. The wage, the uh, of a sixty thousand dollar a year um, income costing uh, person, the car, the telephone, and some basic materials. It's it's only six properties a month, right? So when you break that down, it's just over one property a week, one point two five properties a week to cover a wage. Mm. So I mean, so. If you were listing 70 properties a month, you're well in front. Well 70 in front. a month, then, yeah. Per year, sorry. <laughs> you're well in front per month, absolutely. You know, so, uh, I mean, I'm just trying to explain there how people have got to replace that, um, you know, replace the wage. Obviously, 
I mean, if you were listing 60 to 70 properties in a year, um, you know, then that's there's more income that that's actually bringing in because you've got the capital value that that's bringing into the business as well. Yeah, but I guess that, so. There's two sides there. As a business owner, you're mindful of the the value of the book mm-hmm. um, as to, as to how many properties you bring in. But also, business owners are mindful of cash flow that comes into the business, which the cash flow is all they can see. It's in hand. It comes in. It's reliable. But the value of the book, they're only going to see that if they refinance it, finance it, or sell it, yep. or, or get a shareholder to come in there. If you were to bring someone on and they were just doing the minimum, you know, 60 properties a year, then you basically just got a position for their, for them to hold their job, mm-hmm. right? The As we said before, being a BDM or some of the list properties, it's a compound role. So, yes, if they bring in 60 properties a year, they're holding their job, but you're right, you know, they're just covering their income. And over time, over three years, four years, that's when you start getting that money back. But there's no significant gain to to the business from, from a, you know putting on the business hat um they really should be listing at least double what their um you know so instead of 60 a year there should be 120 a year yep and that that's fair to say right that's 10 a month right so which which is so doable absolutely and there's some um a lot of bdms out there that are listing 10 per month you know there's some property managers that are doing um, that much property as well. You know, so then mm. on that, if you are listing, so let's say the figure is, you know, 60 properties is kind of covers the wage, 120 properties is going to cover the wage and give the company some money back to do things with. And, and I guess if you know that you're good at what you do and you're in it for the long term and you've got a three-year plan or a five-year plan, I guess this is where people um, start raising the, the topic of, yep. well, how much am I worth? Am I being compensated for what for the value that I'm bringing into the office? Um, should I be compensated for growing the book value? So, you know, if I bring in 100 properties or 200 properties and that brings $500,000 of book value in, should I be entitled to a percentage of that, like an equity stake in that? Um, we, we, which happens, right? I mean, it's a common thing, common thing that happens. But if... I think for any good BDM out there, they're trying to negotiate their pay. Um, they should be looking at their their vision over three, four, five years. Because if you know you're bringing in 100 to 200 properties a year and you can consistently hit that and you know that the company is going to make, you know, a reoccurring $200,000 a year compounding on everything mm. you're bringing in, then surely it raises the question, hey, my base should be X. Um, you know, some people have mentioned to us um, in the industry how they want to pay their staff uh, a residual of all the properties that they bring in. Yeah. Right. So, so, so let's lay it on the table some different ways how you can how you can pay your staff, um, how to compensate them, what's fair and reasonable because some people don't have the cash flow to pay them um, what they understandably are worth. Yeah. Um, and that can be because of new role and so on. So you've got the the base. The base income, right? You're paying someone. What did you say, Dennis? You used a figure of sixty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand. Yep. Yep. I think sixty thousand is a, a good base figure that you know people can work on. Yeah, and and so you would have someone start, and if they're fresh off the bat, fresh off the bat, um, 
and it takes them nothing in the first month, nothing in the second month, three in the third month, four in the next month. It's a slow burn. That company is not going to see that money come back to them that year. So you need to be prepared as a business that you're, if you're paying someone $60,000 straight off, off the bat, um, you're not going to see that back. That's money that is going to go pay into someone, but you're laying foundation. So hopefully you found the right person. If you're kind of going through BDM after BDM every three months, you are going to go broke very, very fast. Um, so you've got just a base income, um, no, comp- no compensation, no, no commission, sorry, on top of that, um, that lack motivation. Then you've got, I guess, what would be a hybrid where you're paying someone a base plus a commission. This is probably the most common um, that's out there. And then what commission do you pay them? I mean, there are companies out there that pay one week letting fee per door. They pay a percentage of the annual income per door plus plus the base. Yep. Um, and then, as Dennis was saying before, the base, I guess, reflects the volume of commission that that BDM is being paid. Mm. So if someone was on a high base, you would typically expect a low commission. Low base, high commission. Yeah, reverse it. That's right. I, I also like the scaling system, Michael, where... You know, um, let's say you are, you know, we're, we're talking about replacing that wage. So I'll just take it step back, which let's say, you know, for keepsake, it's that 60,000. So, you, you know, you say to the BDM, no bonuses until you list at least four per month, right? And then after that, you know, every two properties. So the first two properties, they may get paid $100 per property. You know, if they hit three to four properties, that $100, it it turns into $125 per property. So if they've listed four properties, okay, that's $600 in bonus, right? It, go, it scales up. Then if they hit the eight and nine market, you know, you scale it up, you might give them 200 per property, you know, but that's for all of them. So it all goes up because most BDMs, they're driven by the income as well, the chase, the money, et cetera. So keep scaling those bonuses upwards kind of similar to like pyramid sales, right? The more kind of is, selling yeah. you do, the higher your percentage is, you know? But then um, but- we saw that um, that uh, compensation a number of weeks ago. Uh, we've seen it a number of times before in other countries uh, also, which is that commission is scaled subject to the percentage yep. that they bring on and also the, the letting fee, if it's like half a week, a week, two weeks, Um and, and the greater and more solid those fees are, the greater the commission is, in addition to hotspot areas. Yeah. When I say hotspot, probably not the right choice of words. But, um, you know, if the property is well located in an area that the company wants to have, like, a, a number of properties in, that is surely worth more to the company. So it's good not. fees, good letting fee, good ancillary fees, Uh you know, yes, it demands a higher higher compensation package. Yeah, it's it, absolutely. You know, I, I like the, that scaling system um, and I also like the percentage um, income per property they're bringing in because that's holding the BDM accountable to getting full fees, not reducing the let fees because if they do that, that's actually reducing their income. So I have seen a lot of cases, Michael, where they may get 30% of the first six months income that's being generated, you know, um, yeah. for the property as a bonus, but they've got to list over X amount of properties per month to qualify for that. 
So they might have a minimum eight properties. And then if they hit the eight properties, they may get 5%. They hit 12 properties, they could get 10% and so on. So there's, there's a two ways of working on that scale system that could get, they could do. Yeah, yes. Yes, I, I guess too, from, from a business perspective, from the business owner perspective, um, you want to make sure that you've got that motivated person that can kind of go out there and hit those targets. Yep. Yep. Well, they're not going to get the bonus unless they hit like a minimum number. Michael, I'm happy to share what I was on, right? If I live, <laughs> I don't. No, no one wants to cry today, Dennis. I know. No one wants to cry. I'm the one that's crying when I see what BDMs are getting paid. If I listed 15 properties in a month, I got paid $500 bonus for 15 properties. If I listed 30, which I did on multiple occasions, I did not get $1,000. All right. So. I know I was a little bit of a freak, but I do see as when we go into offices, there might be 10 might be their target. And it just happens to be they hit 10 towards the end of the month. And wow, surprisingly, they list another five really quickly at the beginning of the month. And what tends to happen is a BDM, they get to their target, they're happy to stay around there, they make sure they get the target, but there's no incentive to keep going. Mm. You know, you've got to keep going. So um, and look, I was on a higher wage and a lower bonus structure you know um i would have been better off having a low wage and 200 dollars a property and i would have been yeah. more money you know but that's money. okay um for myself i had a young child madeline was only newborn at the time so i, I needed that stability there and then bdm was new as well right imagine so what you could have done if the carrot was bigger i know <laughs> i know and, and it's interesting you brought up um you know that residual income i did offer my bosses at the time for every property 50 cents if it was office generated per month per property i listed and a dollar if it was generated and that was going to be continued on five six years down the track so i was i was trying to find that um, but they turned it down and just gave me a higher wage you know they would have been better off keeping me on that. And who knows, maybe I would have still been there if I was still collecting that residual, you know. Um, 900 properties could have been an extra $900 per month. Hi, everyone. Michael from Teams by Design. We've just recently launched our after-hour phone service. What that means for you is we can now answer your phone calls from 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and all day Saturday and Sunday. We can help you with inquiries such as property inquiry, leasing inquiry, maintenance support, and new business inquiries. So please make sure you head to teamsbydesign.com, leave your information, we'll arrange a Zoom, and catch up and show you how we can help you through this. Yeah. You know, on top of what I was earning, but no, I think I still would have been a trainer. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think so too. Somehow. Um, Somehow. You know, um, so you've, you've got your scale bonuses, your percentage bonuses, and, and it could be just a flat bonus. Um, you know, uh, 20 properties get X amount of dollars. Uh, but you, you, you're right, dangling that carrot, you've got to keep it at the top, you know, and, and, and not to be unrealistic in, in um, obviously, with the listings as well. You know, I, we see properties where businesses, sorry, where they, at the moment they're currently getting two to three, maybe five a month, and, and they're expecting their employer BDM to hit 20 a month straight away. 
yeah so I, I think you too so you got you got a couple of different types of people that would be listening to this Dennis you got the business owner and then you've got the actual staff member and I guess both parties need to have a clear perspective in what they're actually asking for if they are asking for a raise and when a boss is trying to work out what their fair compensation package is um I think staff members need to be mindful that yes, they deserve an entitled entitled commission income to perform the duties that they do. And yep. the better you are at something, the better the commission structure should, or you know, the payment should typically be. Um, I think if anyone was going to talk to their employment about, about um, what their compensation package should be, you really need to have a clear narrative around, well, firstly, have an understanding about what a property costs to manage um, each, each year. So if it is $1,500 a cost to manage each year and you're only bringing in $2,000 a year and that, that's $500 you're bringing in on that property, you really need volume, right? You need number of properties to kind of help. So I think the staff member needs to be aware how much it costs to manage each property. Um, also, the staff member needs to be aware of how many properties they think they can bring in each month. Now, if you're starting off fresh, it is, in, it is very, very hard to kind of say, yep, I'm going to bring in 20 or 30 a month. Now, without a target in mind, you're not shooting for anything. So yes, it's important to say this is my target, but you need to have a plan in place on how you're going to get there. How are you going to reach that target? Um, so when you are speaking to the boss, to the to your manager, say, this is my target. Um, this is how much money the company is going to make from me hitting my target. This is how much commission and base pay that I should be paid to do this. Now, from a boss perspective we know there's a lot of bosses out there that are just sales only and they really don't understand um, the property management department it's there as an ancillary um, component to the business I mean some pay a lot of attention to it which is great um, but it's a really hard conversation to talk about compensation when you're dealing with an owner of a business that doesn't understand the property management side of it all they really see is one is the money coming in holding um, the expenses there and and two What's the value of my book? Can I borrow against it? Mm. Right? Mm. So for, from a business owner or a manager, when you are trying to review compensation for staff, you need to really appreciate what is that value that that staff member is bringing into the business and also take into consideration the compounding factor that if you have a really good staff member, a really good BDM, someone's listing properties consistently, yes, the base may be high, but if they're with you for a number of years, you're still generating income on that income on that income, right? It's compounding. We don't need to go in how that works. It is compounding. Further, the book value is going up. Now, I know I said we need to separate the book value from the cash flow coming in, um, but you need to be mindful that a good staff member that's generating a lot of money for the business needs, needs to be rewarded. Otherwise, they're going to go somewhere else and someone else is going to reward them. I'd much rather have a good person um, compensated well um, you know, working for me than against me. Yeah. Then you've got the other things you need to take into consideration. Are there, what other ancillary fees can the business be charging to help offset some of that income? Mm. Right. I know we won't go into what those fees are. Different states have got different fees. Um, but then as we hear time after time, the staff member has issue conveying to the business owner, why won't they listen to me? Why won't they pay me what I'm worth? And the business owner manager is saying, why won't they listen to me and take what I think they're worth? But we see this week in, week out. No one's really making a clear, a clear case as to why they should be worth 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, that 90,000, you know, 
as a base and what their commission structure should be. Yeah, I, th- sorry, I think you got to prove it, right? I, th- I, I think that a, someone that's starting off um, needs to prove themselves. And I guess some people want to have a high base to start off with and a low commission, and then they can, might taper that off over six months, nine months, 12 months until they have a low base, high commission. Well, I mean, for me, uh, in, in agreement to what you're saying, you know, if you want to have a, a high base wage, prove yourself, um, put, you know, put yourself on a three-month trial to start with. You know, prove to your bosses that you can um, start producing some extra income into the business through growth. And in that case, after three months, if you met so much, it brought in extra amount of um, income into the business, then get a higher wage and then... Um, you know, and, and scale back those bonuses as well. So uh, as long as you consistently keep it up, but the, to protect the business owner, if those numbers aren't met, there needs to be something um, that comes back as well. Yeah, and I think too, um, if you are looking going for an increase in your compensation, your commission, have a plan. You need to demonstrate the value. And what are you, what are you doing to demonstrate that value to the business? Mm. Are you under coaching? Do you subscribe to online training? I mean, we've got the um, IGT um, exclusive membership with over 300 hours of content on there about social media, growth, time management, um, basically everything that you could ever dream of learning in um, property management and growth is is there. Just that membership, Michael, they only need to list one property on top of what they're already doing and it well and truly covers that extra income. Yeah, and then, like, you know, we have people that, that we coach and consult with where we're far more accountable with them and we have actual documents in place that we can kind of track how many listings, leads, conversions um, they get each and every week, month. And I guess something like that is really powerful, Dennis, when you track your details and your numbers mm-hmm. then when you go in for that um, discussion about compensation, uh, you've got it there. This is, my, this is my activity. This is what I'm doing. I'm bringing in this amount of revenue. It's like, you know, um, I was actually helping a property manager um, only a couple of weeks ago uh, down in Burley, uh, Michael. They, they wanted to um, talk to their boss about a, um, getting a pay rise. So the first questions I started asking him, okay, so why do you think you should deserve a pay rise? What are you doing, et cetera? How many properties are you bringing in? And I said, well, I mean, all you have to do is propose to your, your, your boss that if you bring in an extra two properties per month, instead of paying out that referral to a sales agent and you bring it on, can you take it? So all you're doing in essence is asking for um, a bonus for bringing on extra properties, you know? So it's, it's another way of looking at increasing your own wage is asking for a bonus and, and having those incentives to want to grow. Are we going to get like a lot of complaints in the next couple of months from business owners saying, hey, my staff member came in and asked me for a raise? <laughs> we potentially could, but the advice is given about growing their business, right? So I think they'll be happy in the long run. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that's it. From business owner, you're growing your business. It's compounding income, revenue yep. coming into the business. Like, yeah. of course, it's an easy conversation to have, but I think the BDM, you know, the staff member needs to be prepared with their vision, their plan, how they're going to do this and be able to ask for help. And I think the business owner needs to give their, their staff member all the support that they need training, coaching, events, talking to other people in the industry, you know, networking. Don't be scared that the agency next door to you is also going into the same listing presentations. Talk to them, build a yep. relationship. 
Yep, absolutely. Look, I, I knew a, um, um, a, a company that I used to train in New Zealand. What they did is whenever they picked up the management, they used to um, have a handover appointment. Mm. He'd arrange a handover appointment with a rival that he was taking the, the management off and say, hey, you know, why don't we go grab a coffee while I pick up the files and let's talk about the new legislation changes. So it was his way of getting to know his rivals and networking. What are you doing? What am I doing? Et cetera, you know. And getting a free um, coffee so they, while he's at it. Beg your pardon? And getting a free coffee while he's at it. <laughs> and the management at the same time. <laughs> but it, it was about building the network. I mean, you know, as much as that we work for different companies, you know, be friends with who you're working up against. Yes, that's a competitive spirit in the day. But at the end of the day, we are all humans. We are all allowed to network and catch up, just like sales agents do. You know, property managers and BDMs can do the same thing. 100%. Well, look, it's, it's been good to chat with you about um, compensation and it's such a hot topic, right? And I wish we could talk exact figures, but yeah. because we're dealing with different states and countries. Um, it makes it difficult. It makes it difficult. But we're happy to have that conversation with people to give them some more um, more guidance. Yeah. It, it, like we started at the beginning, you've really got to look at what your average income is per property. Look at what it costs to replace a BDM and you know, have those right incentives in place, whether it's percentage-based of annual income or first six months, however you look at it, a scale um, bonus structure as well, or a flat fee per property, or you could do the old-fashioned, if you hit X amount of properties at the end of the month, we'll pay you, you know? Um, so, you know, there's a few different options of, of ways of doing it. But um, yeah, look, I mean, we could talk about this for ages. We could talk about it for a long time. Sales as well, incentives and referral processes to put in place and incentives for strategic alliances. And, you know, there's a lot that you can look at to do. Um, but, you know, um, look, and uh, we've obviously got some um, loads of information on our website that people can have a look at. And we've also got the free book. Michael, you know, we have a free book of strategies. If anyone wants to go to the pmleadsecrets.com website, you can um, order your free copy of the book. The only thing you have to pay for is the shipping. You know, I think it's roughly $9.95 for shipping around Australia at the moment. Um, obviously, a little bit extra for overseas. Um, you know, but it's a free book. Um, it's all the strategies that uh, it took me hours and hours and hours to write this book and put it together. Um, but, you know, there's good strategies there. If you are thinking about hiring a BDM, that is a great book to look at purchasing um, to get the ball rolling as well. So I guess what you're saying is buy the book, buy, buy the, the postage. Book. Well, buy the postage. The book's buy free. The Darren sold me for free. <laughs> Dennis, I want you to write a book. This is the book you're going to write. Okay, how much are you going to sell it for? Nothing. <laughs> Great incentive. You know, Darren's the trainer that trains us all on worth and he gives me away for free. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Uh, and Darren, he's a machine. He, he certainly drives us to, um, you know, to new levels in our coaching and training. And, um, and that's what you should be doing for your BDM is driving them, holding them accountable um, for their growth within your business as well. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, Dennis, good to chat to you today, as always. 
Yeah, you too, Michael. And um, yeah, everyone, if you would like to reach out to us, you can um, contact us um, directly, you know, through our um, social media channels. You could go to our IGT Facebook page as well. And don't forget to even subscribe um, to our newsletters. But on the Facebook page, I should say, we've got our IGT Inner Circle, where a lot of referral business Michael, mm-hmm. there's like five new referrals going amongst the two and a half thousand people that are in our group. Um, you know, BDMs, they're on their phone um, doing their calls and, you know, their landlord's got a property in another area. There's a lot of people asking for who manages in this area. So the IGT Inner Circle, make sure you answer those questions or the gatekeeper won't let you in. So, yeah. Um, again, Michael, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the BDM Coach podcast show. Until next time, thank you. Take care.